0: It's Friday night,
1: everybody.
0: Everybody. You know what that means. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm John. And we're... Friday Night Games. We want to immerse you into our love of the hobby by educating and entertaining you through our board gaming adventures. Our podcast lands every Friday and we create content for Instagram, Twitter and yt youtube <laughs> this episode is sponsored by tabletop renaissance.ca
1: located in our hometown of windsor ontario canada they just launched their web stores so check out tabletop renaissance.ca for your board game and tabletop miniature needs
0: on today's episode we're going to talk about a brand new game in 2021 called destinies a new app driven game by lucky duck games and we're going to discuss whether or not integrating apps into board games is a thing for us. Right. So in a world that is driven by technology, at least I
1: feel... That our board game hobby is a way for us to escape the screen for a few hours, help us reset and focus on that tactile experience that is board games. I don't know about you if you feel the same way. I know you're on a computer screen all day for work. I'm on a computer screen for most of the day at work as well, so it's nice to not stare at one whilst playing games.
0: If you're an avid listener of the show, you know that I don't have data on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) that basically says how I feel about being connected all the time. But yeah, I'm on the computer, like at least eight hours a day for my job. And then afterwards, I might be on it even longer. So I'm not a big fan of always being in front of it. So when someone says, hey, there's an app for this game, (laughs) I just kind of get like, ugh, well, go away.
1: (laughs) I know it's something that's, I don't know, maybe fairly new, but I'm seeing it more and more. Uh, I don't think
0: it's like fairly new. I know what you're saying. It definitely has been more prevalent in the last three years for board games. I mean, we've been playing board games for it's funny, we keep saying five years, but now it's actually been like seven. <laughs> we, we, we were always saying five years at the very beginning of our podcast, but now it's actually been seven years, so seven or eight right. years now. Great.
1: <laughs> yeah, so have we played any games that have been app-driven, or are there, anything, are there any on our list to play?
0: Well, you you have a couple listed here. I think yeah. we're missing one, though. Which one? Remember the one that was sent to us? It didn't fund. Oh, yeah, Supernova? Yeah, Supernova Smash. So that's sad. That yes, didn't yes, fund, yes. and that was that was more of an app than a game. But we'll get into that a little bit later. But on my shelf, that I'm really excited to play is Forgotten Waters. I it's not actually app driven, but yeah, there is an app there to help you through it. So maybe it is app driven. I don't know. <laughs> we haven't played it, so who knows? <laughs> I know we've played Unlock. Mm-hmm. Which uh,
1: uses the app to you know ensure that you're answering questions or following the cards correctly. If I'm remembering
0: correctly, exit does the same thing too, right?
1: Exit's more of like gives you like the timer, the atmosphere, and the timer. So mm-hmm. like some like ambient music and stuff like that. And then there's also like Jaws of the Lion and Gloomhaven, not necessarily like app driven, but they've got
0: like a storyteller app. So
1: there's something that narrates the story as you go through it, so you don't have to read all the books and stuff like that.
0: Oh, so like someone actually says the like it reads it it's like a reader yeah like an audiobook type thing that's kind of cool
1: yeah while there are several games out there that have integrated apps in them today we're going to focus on
0: destinies john what is destinies well before you get into that let me tell you it's designed by oh boy i'm really sorry about this i am going to butcher these last names to these great people who made a great game they designed a great game michael gold Biosky, and Philip Malunsky, and I'm going to destroy these names even worse. Artists Carolina, Jed Rizak, Magdalena, uh, Lesinska, and Eric Zeleninski. Yeah, you didn't do too bad. Good work. Thanks. Destiny's is a competitive, story-driven game
1: of exploration where players are exploring a world ...of medieval fantasy. Players are trying to fulfill their character's destiny... ...by interacting with characters, some points of interest and unlocking new lands to search while following the guide of the app. All to fulfill one of the two destinies on your character card. The game is meant to mimic kind of like a role-playing game style, but doesn't include a game master. It's one to three players and plays within 90 to 150 minutes, depending on the scenario that you're playing.
0: Or 30 if you're one player. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I guess. So <laughs> So, what do you think of the game, John? <laughs> just just get right into it here. All right. So I want
1: to disclose that Matt and I only did the first scenario, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a, I don't want to say a tutorial, but, you know, help guide you into the feel of the game. I, I thought it was pretty neat. I liked how each player was doing their own thing, but... The information is shared so that all players can make decisions for our turn. So, for example, without spoilers, Matt interacted with something I remembered a character needed, that exact something from earlier. Since Matt didn't remember that, I immediately went in and snagged it and helped me get closer to my destiny in the game i also liked how easy it was to set up and play the game looks like super daunting when you open that box there's like a thousand miniatures in it there's a bunch of cards and all this other stuff but it was actually super easy once you get the app
0: going and all that stuff. I want to circle back a quick second here. You thought you were being clever when I interacted with something and I had your destiny. I did the exact same thing. (laughs) (laughs) You interacted with something else and I'm like, oh, I know where that is. I know where that's going. So you thought you were being clever, but really I think the game is set up for that, to be honest. Right. With two players, I think it's, it's set to be like, oh, it's actually how my downtime, I'm listening to what's happening in your game. So I know how to get my destiny faster. That's a strategy. Right.
1: I I didn't care too much for the turns being luck based, and so you have dice rolls depending on what action you're doing. So there's like intelligence, dexterity, and power. I know it's mimicking the like RPG, you know RPG style, but something about the dice is just too too right, too much riding on that luck element. But the, there's a player board that you have to manage. I thought that was really cool. So you have mm-hmm. 12 spots for each of the actions, and you have wooden tokens representing a number of that spots, whether it's intelligence, dexterity, or power. And you have to manage that in order to get like the wooden tokens to be lower numbers because the dice that you roll you want to make sure that you have a certain amount of wooden tokens under those dice rolls so the lower the numbers the better chances you are for successes during the game
0: right so like if i rolled three dice which is possible because you have two starting dice and you can get bonus ones. Right. I might roll, you know, on average a dice roll is going to be like three or two or something. So you're, you're trying to roll. Oh, uh, I know. Actually, well, their dice is special. So it's like one, one, three, three, three or something. One. It's like one, one, two, two, three, four. So it's a little harder to roll. So maybe right. your expected, expected value is like two. So anyway, so you have these wooden tokens and they represent success. So if your wooden token is on like four and you roll your dice and you get over four, then you have one success. If you have a wooden token on four and six and you roll over six, you get two successes and then you put that into the app. So I actually thought that was really cool. I really liked right. how that board the board rolling went. I thought that was really neat.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I don't know. I don't know if it's unfortunately, but I did play through a campaign. Unfortunately,
0: <laughs> For, no, fortunately you played. Sorry.
1: Yes, I played through a campaign solo. There are two you can choose from, so you can do like an explorer or a challenger. For the one I did, I chose the explorer, and I did the Feast of Famine campaign, where there are rats have infested this town, you're kind of trying to stop that from happening. I didn't find it too exciting to play it solo. I was, like, able to very quickly fulfill my destiny without even, like, coming into contact with, like, the quote-unquote big bad of the game. And it was funny, because I was... It, like, sort of caught me by surprise, because I was doing doing my different destiny path, but I achieved the other one. So when I went to talk to a character, they're like, You have enough to to do this thing! And I was like, What? And then all of a sudden, like, I was, like, fighting this person, (laughs) this thing I didn't even, like, interact with at all in the game, and... I didn't know what choices I was making, and then I don't know. It was very weird. So just on a
0: note, on that note, every character you run into, you could be like, check my destiny, and if you have it, then they're like, you're now in a new quest line, <laughs> basically, right. right? So like, so like one thing I did, I noticed that me and you did when we played together is that we're always checking our destiny. We're like, hey, is our destiny fulfilled? And most of the time, they're like, yes, yes. No, no. Most of the time, they're like, no. So you probably fulfilled the other one, and they're like, yeah, dude, you got it all. And you're like, oh. Okay. And you're probably just you're probably just going around the town helping people. That's kinda like what you're doing in the game. You're like walking around helping people trying to solve things, trying to solve puzzles.
1: Right. Yeah, so it just sort of caught me by surprise and I'm just like, oh, okay. And then I was like, I wasn't fully prepared to take on this big bad and like the options that were being presented to me just like dwindled my character down mm-hmm. and I was like, so I'm like it's it said I won, but I didn't feel like I won.
0: <laughs> I felt like bad I felt bad about it. <laughs> oh, well, you felt bad because you didn't do what you wanted to do, right? Right.
1: Yeah. But, like, I want to try to play the game solo again, but I want to do the challenger aspect. I think, I don't know if that's maybe more aggressive than the Explorer. If I felt the Explorer, I was just kind of like, do 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 going through it. So, I don't know. What do you think, Matt?
0: I mean, okay, so in the notes you said, don't mention the app, because <laughs> that's for later, right? right? Right, right. Okay, fine. Well, I think you hit most of the points. I liked our playthrough a lot. I, I thought it was, like I thought it was very story ish. I didn't know wh- I, honestly. I had I did not look up anything on this game. I had no idea what to expect. I so I had zero expectations, and I definitely thought the story aspect was really cool. The fact that you know it wasn't really like you have an RPG board, and a typical RPG you're gonna fight things. I mean you could, but really your actions were what intelligence, agility, and power. And power is like destroying things. Maybe fighting something, but I don't think we fought something in our scenario. I hope that's not a spoiler. I used intelligence a lot because I picked a character with intelligence. And I thought that was neat because I did a lot of talking and solving things. And you had agility on yours. So you had a lot of like, oh, I'm going to get this horse or, you know, do little things like that. And then I thought it was kind of neat that, like, in our game specifically, I thought it was really cool that it was me against you. Because at one (laughs) point, I realized that you were close to winning and I was close to winning. So I had to, like, just... I had to randomly guess what to do. And I'm like, I bet this is it. And I actually got it in the nick of time, maybe like one step ahead of you that allowed me to actually win our game. I noticed that I was like, I basically beat you one by like one step. I think. Yeah. Like at one point, it's hard not to spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. But I went to something, I investigated it, and then you were really adamant on going there and doing the same thing. And I knew right away that you must be almost done because I knew I was almost done.
1: Right. And I think I I forgot where one of the tiles were or like one of the like sections yes. of the, the city was. And if I went to that other one I probably would have beat you, but I went to the wrong one thinking it was the one I was supposed to be at.
0: Yeah, I, but I, it was I, very close. It was very, very close. And and even even like I was saying, I had to guess something to get ahead of you. Right. Right. So like that really helped me. I'm like, ooh, okay. So I literally guessed something to get ahead and It worked out for for me. But the game was so (laughs) close. It was like down to the wire. I'm pretty sure you were still one step behind me when I won.
1: Right. I had to go to the one thing and defeat the the bad, the big bad.
0: Right, right. And I was doing my big bad thing. Right. (laughs) We're not cryptic at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, so I think the game is, it's a casual, I think it's a casual game. To me, uh-huh. and I think if you really enjoy Dungeons and Dragons, but not the combat, if you enjoy the exploration, then I think you'll really like this game because the combat isn't it isn't like super complex, right? And I think maybe
1: if we did like other scenarios that went through the campaign, it probably gets more you know challenging as the game progresses. So I'm excited. I'm going to try to do another, go through another couple scenarios before I got to give the game back to the person who lent
0: it to me. Right. Yeah. On that note, we should, we should say really thank you to that listener who actually let us borrow the game. That is amazing. Yes. Thank you, Kim. Appreciate it. We're super happy that you did that. We're sponsored by our listeners. Thank you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So anyways, if you want a really like story-driven game where someone doesn't have to be the Dungeon Master, then I think that this is that, right? Mm-hmm. Like the app was the dungeon master. It was very story driven. I didn't. It w- wasn't combat heavy. So I think like if you enjoy those things, if you enjoy D and D. You don't. You hate dungeon mastering, and you like the story, then you'll like this. Right. You know. And it's it's. Although it is hard to give a recommendation without mentioning the app. Thanks, John, for that. Well, you know, it, you know, I don't know. It's well, it's not. Sorry, I'm not. I'm
1: not asking you to form your opinion of the game based on the app. I guess. Right. Right. I, which which
0: saying. we will in a minute. Right. <laughs> and maybe that will maybe my opinion will deter you so maybe that isn't good but (laughs) but i i could i did i did see i mean you said you played the game very quickly one player and i think that i could see i could see that as we were playing i'm like oh if this is one player you would just be zooming through this you know what i mean right it's hard not to cheat too because no one's watching yeah true (laughs) i'm just kidding well there's no there's no take the app actually monitors your take backs sees Right.
1: So speaking of the app, let's let's dive into kind of how it works with the game.
0: Yeah, let's rip it apart.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so the app is there to help drive the story along and give you that immersive experience as you explore the, the lands. You know, it acts as the GM for the game.
0: Yes, John, that's a good point. It learns with you. Decisions you make in the game affect the outcome of your destiny, and it tracks that. Yeah,
1: It's got this thing called scan and play technology, so the cards have QR codes on them that you scan to help interact with the app, whether it be asking about your destiny or acquiring items or trading items with characters in the game.
0: I really liked how it helped you set up the game and put down points of interest. Right. But it also
1: allows you to interact with the non-playable characters of the game as well. So
0: are apps needed in board games, John, like this?
1: I don't know. Sure. (laughs) This is where it gets weird, right? Like, Mm. I know we were discussing while we were playing that we felt that this could have just been an app itself and be fine. Yeah. Like the minis are super cool, but like we spent a lot of time like interacting on like my phone that like the whole board just didn't sort of seem necessary.
0: Yeah, okay. So like from my perspective, the app was the full-fledged board. Like it right. was literally the full-fledged board. Like we didn't even need the board. We could have just played on your app. I think we would have had the same game.
1: Yeah, cuz you got to press the bu- like press the characters on the app and all that stuff to get you know tell you who you want to talk to and all that stuff
0: right all it's missing is like maybe your roles and like the items you have like i don't know it just didn't seem like it was completely needed to me like i felt like we could have just downloaded the app and played a separate game completely without having all the setup right am i crazy (laughs) <laughs> no
1: no you're not and th- and that's what's like weird about it it was like i think like the concept of it is cool and i feel like the game the game is interesting enough that i want to keep like i want to play it more mm-hmm. but like do i have to set up all that stuff like i feel like i can maybe just you know what i'm gonna try that next time i play just not set anything up and just play with the cards and mm-hmm. and my dice rolls and see if i have a better like experience you might yeah. You might, actually,
0: because then you don't have to, like, set up anything. Right. It's interesting because we actually reviewed The Lost Ones by Greenbrier Games. Right. And so, like, that game was interesting because instead of having an app, you had a booklet. Right. Right, way to keep referring to the booklet. See, I think that could have benefited from an app. Maybe not, like, an app, like, in this sense where it has, like, the whole board in front of you, but, like, an app where it's like, hey, you know, read this card. Maybe you just punch it in and it gives you the info right away. Right, you know, I think that would have been amazing for yeah. that game specifically, and I think like this game didn't necessarily like. I think maybe like maybe that's what this game needed. Maybe it didn't need to be completely an app. You know, like it just felt like I was on an app. It didn't even feel like I was playing a game at some points.
1: Yeah, especially for like you, you know, where you don't even have a phone that
0: no holds oh. applications. <laughs> my phone, no, my phone. There's no way that it, it couldn't run on your like iPad, right?
1: Oh yeah, my iPad's like an iPad two. So
0: yeah, how old's that? Yeah.
1: Twelve years old. I have no idea.
0: Oh, okay. Well, my well, my phone is like ten years old. So yeah, you know, like yeah, my phone's actually yeah, my phone's ten years old. That's crazy. (laughs) There's no way it. That is crazy that it's lasted that long. (laughs) Yeah, it's garbage. (laughs) So garbage. (laughs) Maybe it's not ten years. Maybe it's it's uh it's got to be eight. It's got to be eight years old. Wow. Yeah, it's still garbage. Like I can't, I can't run apps on that. You know, most people play video games on their phone. I can't do that, Yeah. but I don't know. I just, yeah. I, like when, when does a board game with an app seem like it can be an app? And then when does a board game with an app seem like it could be a board game? Right. You're really like, blur- it's really blurring the lines of what yeah. an app and board game is. And I feel like this was more of an app. That's how right. felt. I felt. Did you feel like
1: that? Yeah, I did. So I agree with you. It's just, it's just weird. Like, I didn't find that balance that I feel like I'm looking for if you're going to integrate an app into a board game. I felt like we were doing, like... We were playing two, ga- two of the same games. Right. Right. So... And even at some point, like, you even stopped moving your character on the board. <laughs> yeah, I, was, like, I didn't care anywhere. <laughs> I was literally
0: like, literally, you're touching the screen and showed a board exactly like on the app. I'm like, why? Why do I even need to move? Like, I don't need right. to do that. I could just, you know, I just see what's going on. Right? Right. And it's cool because, you know, like, there's games like Unlock,
1: for example, where you need the app to to type in, like, your, your answers. Mm-hmm or whatever right and it tells you whether or not you're it's correct so stuff like that's cool yeah i don't know i i I don't know what i'm looking for i guess with an app that's integrated with a board game maybe that's my problem
0: yeah i mean okay so i was thinking about this the other night while i was drinking some wine in my pjs while (laughs) my feet up on, on my table staring out into the thunderstorm did you get that mental picture everyone. So <laughs> I was thinking like you know apps are good when the games are really complicated, right? Okay. So like, you know, everyone, I'm sure if you listen if you're an avid listener, you know that I I used I actually used to play a lot of Hearthstone. I switched to Magic: The Gathering Arena. And the big thing with that is that there's a million rules and I don't have to track them. The computer does that for me. Hmm. So I think that that is huge. When you have something that could do the rules for you, I think that's pretty big. But then why would I ever play tabletop, <laughs> right? Like like when I was playing, you know, sometimes you have so, so many combos of magic cards that you're like, this is not even fun anymore. Like, you know, you have to like two people have to sit there for 10 minutes figuring out what you just did. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas in like the game just does it for you. Right. Right. So that's one example. Another example, I think, is like if you have an encyclopedia of things to do. So like you mentioned unlock, which is great because you combine items and it'll tell you right away if it worked or not. Right right and we played another game like that which was the adventure series from cosmos which we recommend but i think it could have benefited from the same type of app right right instead of like looking through the manual at the combinations i feel like if that had an app with the combinations that'd be way better yeah i agree because then i wouldn't have to flip through anything i just type in the buttons and it tells me what to do and then i'm not cheating like when i i actually read through the manual (laughs) <laughs> of the adventure series <laughs> to see what we missed, right? I'm like, oh, well, how would this ending right. work and how would that ending work? And that could have benefited from an app. But at the same time, then you got people like me whose phones are really garbage and and you know you got to figure out who you're marketing, marketing it to. So if you're marketing the game to someone who's like in their 60s, they may not have a phone to play the game, right? Right, that is what it is. Yeah, it really is. And then I think like a game like, you said Gloomhaven has a companion app and I think that that's amazing because it probably mm-hmm. should right i know gloomhaven has a lot of rules so it makes sense to have something you can look up things really quickly
1: yeah i don't know if, if that has like a rule thing in it
0: oh i know show. that
1: <laughs> i it might i don't know i just when i was playing jaws of the lion it had it like narrated this stuff for me so i didn't have to read the,
0: the book well that's still cool too because then someone doesn't have to yeah. sit there reading the book <laughs> Right, like, like me
1: i hate i hate reading rule books So i think I,
0: I actually think most people hate reading rule books as whenever we'd have a guest on they always talk about how most they don't like to read the rules right so so people like me are more rare (laughs) there you go so
1: do you think integrating apps into board games is going to help move the hobby along
0: further no next question (laughs) (laughs) no no it's you know it's a board game that i want to play it's not an app game that I want to play, right? And right. do I wish games, like board games, came with some sort of app? Well, I think I kind of hit it before, you know, if it's a companion app, it's going to help me, sure. There are some games that have, like, complete apps, you know, like Wingspan has a complete video game app, and so does Root. And I kind of wish when I bought Root or I buy Wingspan, it comes with that app so I can learn the game easier and then Hmm. teach other people. I think that would be very beneficial, which maybe would allow you to play solo and learn the rules. And then if someone else wants to play with you, they buy the game. And I think that that could lead to some amazing app-driven tutorials. Like when we were actually playing Destiny's, I thought it was amazing that it showed you get out this board. It showed the board. It showed the setup in front of you. I think that was amazing. I think that was right. super cool. But I don't know. It just, it, it also took away from like having a board in front of you too. Right. But but for other games that are not destinies and are not narrated and they're not RPG-ish, I think a companion app like that would be amazing because it could show you exactly how to set up the game and what everything is in front of you. Although people would argue you could just watch it played by Rodney Smith, another Canadian, if you really wanted True. to figure it out. So there's always that too. Right, but I, but I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't like, you know, like if it's an app or it's just a board game, I don't like having them integrated because, you know, when I play a board game, I don't want it to be there. I, you know, I don't want my, I don't want to be on the computer. <laughs> I don't want to be staring at the screen. <laughs> but if I'm playing an app, I don't want to have a board in front of me either. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe this, maybe this is a new thing. Maybe this will be the next D and D. Right? This could be D and D six or something. I don't know. Who knows? That was my rant. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs>
1: I think it's a cool way to bring in technology to a game, but I think it needs to be done in the right way where there's enough still of that tangible aspect to make it feel like a board game still. I don't know if we'll ever find that balance. I don't know what that balance looks like myself or else, you know, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be doing that. I mean, it's clear that the world is moving into that, you know, using technology for everything all the time. Hmm. So I think eventually that we can find a cool way where it integrate, integrates it. Do I love the idea? No, you know, but it's not going to make or break a game for me. Like, I'll try it out regardless. That's where I stand. It's cool but I feel like it needs to be done right and I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. I feel I feel <laughs> like
0: I feel like Destiny's could be like a good Zoom game. I feel like you can play it over Zoom. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Easily. Yeah, cuz you just need dice and right. Someone just shows the the city set up, right? Yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. But I I, I guess I guess that kind of leads you know what I'm going to say this I'm going to say like I think this is like more D&D related I think that they could do that where they make like a game just like Destiny's with a and d engine I mean mind you Destiny's blurs the line between the D&D engine because you technically have a board with dice and you're rolling it to do things so I think like you could literally take that you know and, and like either D&D or that system you can make an app where everyone could play at home and you're doing like a and d and it would be a good stream because then you'd even have like a board and places to show people where they are Mm -hmm. you know i think like almost like a d20 but or uh roll 20 roll 20 i think it'd be like that but like a better version so you're not like people want to hand draw maps and stuff but i don't know maybe people like hand-drawn maps and making all that stuff up themselves i have no idea i don't oh yeah i agree with you yeah maybe we'll get there Yeah, it's it's a tough thing to figure out, I guess. Yeah, so anyways, any games uh with apps that you actually want to play, John? Yeah,
1: I I, I have Alice's missing on my list and
0: I think this
1: actually might, I don't know if this will answer my question, my like a good way of integrating everything, but basically like you, you use like your phone, you send text messages to each other because it's like a silent role playing game mm-hmm. Um, to unearth clues. So I we haven't played it yet. It's on the shelf. We need at least three players and a lot of time to do it. We just haven't had to be able to do that because of the lockdowns we were in. But I'm, I'm interested to see how that works how like the text messaging and not talking to each other really works in, in solving this game. But I'm interested to try that one out. What about, is there anything that you're looking forward to?
0: No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I I'm not. you know, like apps, it's just, it's just like me ranting. That's what this episode is. <laughs> welcome to Matt's are, ranting you, are you are you just trying to like get tell me I need to upgrade my phone is that what this whole episode is about you're just that's like...
1: exactly what it is I want you to go buy the new iPhone so oh. we can take better pictures and videos without right. having to carry a big DSLR camera around
0: are you sponsored by like Apple or something is that
1: I wouldn't be here if I was sponsored by Apple <laughs>
0: Yeah. As I'm, I, on, as I'm on my PC. Uh, you know, like, computer. I mean, like, yeah, as you're on your on PC. <laughs> true. <laughs> you know, to be honest, like, I don't care <laughs> for app games other than something that I think is better in an app format like Magic or Hearthstone. I think those are better games to be, because because this, the computer manages all the rules, I think that that's actually a better game for a computer cool. and an app. So, is there anything besides those? And, I mean, and, and we hear all our guests are like, Magic, it's its own thing, and I completely agree. But is there anything besides those? No. Like, I, I'm not really... I'm not an app guy. I want to... I don't want to be on my computer. I... I did it for Destiny's because it's probably going to be game of the year. And mark my words, everyone's going to be like, "This is the best game ever," and I'm going to be like that hipster in the back, I'm like, "No, I hate apps. You know, I don't want to like it. <laughs> you know, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to point it out to everybody right now." But yeah, I just I'm just not excited for anything else. That's All my right. rant. I'm not upgrading my phone, John. You can't make me. Uh, okay.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you heard it, you heard it here. Friday night games. Does not care about apps in board games. We prefer the tangible experience, but that is our opinion and probably not yours. So <laughs> that's okay. We we just
0: want to play board games with everybody. Yeah, we want to try everything and I'm glad we tried. Yeah, it. yes. Same
1: here. So if uh, Destiny sounds like something uh, you are into, uh, I'm sure you can talk to Solon at tabletoprenaissance.ca. Maybe he can snag a copy for you if it's available. I know it was a Kickstarter game, but yeah. Cool. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and follow us on your favorite streaming platform and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us along on our social media, Instagram at Friday night Games underscore official, Twitter at FridayNightGMS, TikTok at FridayNightGames, and as always, our website, FridayNight.Games. Again, I'm John. And I'm Matt. It's Friday night, so let's have some fun.